Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley and Jeremiah Lee. This is a program where we discuss life's hard financial questions to help you make smart decisions about your money. I'm a certified financial planner and Jeremiah is a California licensed attorney. We work together at Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm where we help our clients build the life that they love. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us discuss on future episodes, just send us an email. Use the contact button on our website, retirementunlimited.com, or just give our office a call. Our phone number is 951-684-7011. So retirement, I think, is becoming a four-letter word for some people. Really? What's that called? (laughs) Yeah, right. I don't know which one. But we have a number of clients who come in, and they are not excited about the prospect of retiring. And I think this is a a shift, and we've been seeing this shift over the last decade probably. But I mean, I I feel like there was a generation before that was looking for the gold watch, and they reach a certain age, and they I wonder if it's more traditional than anything else. Yeah, maybe the, what do they call it? The greatest generation, kind of the war generation Mm -hmm. of... Um, expected to work for one company, you know, right. for a number of years, have a big retirement party, you know, kind of sail off into the sunset, and their retirement consisted of golf or I, I, I don't know, you know, whatever, something different. Um, but I don't, I don't think, and some of the stories we've been reading and, and clients we deal with, I don't know that that is the desire any longer. That I'm going to sit on a porch or I'm going to play golf or I'm going to uh, just become, I mean, candidly, become irrelevant is the fear for some people. Well, and I, and I think. I think we've COVID was really kind of a, a curse and a blessing all at the same time because COVID really accented the risk of, of course, a pandemic, but it also pushed a lot of companies to deal with, okay, now we have a shortage, uh, you know, a shortage mm-hmm. of people working. So they reached out to the retirement community and they offered a different kinds of work environment, yeah. right? Yeah. But our, our company is a good example. We have, um, traditionally, we'd all been in the office, right? And we'd travel to clients' homes to meet with them, or they would come into our office. Um, and then with COVID, we uh, went all remote, and everyone was remote for a while. And then as we were able to slowly come back to the office, there's a number of folks that really enjoyed the, the remote work. Right. When we hired this last time around, the last few people we've hired, it's been a conversation about working remotely, working different than a flex schedule. I would say we're hybrid now. We have a number of folks who will work some days in the office, some days at home. Right. We often will connect with either Zoom or Teams or some other video conferencing with, with clients, not because we can't get to their home or they can't hear me. It's just preferable you know, for what we, the content. It allows us to meet more regularly with clients um, in, in a pretty easy way. And, and a lot of our clients, and I wouldn't say the majority, but we're seeing more and more of our clients, they're they're really a pause. They they don't want to really step into what would what you and I would consider traditional retirement. Yeah, yeah and be, you know, yeah, and because of that we've changed how we talk about it. I mean, yeah, I, we often don't say you know let's build your whole life until retirement, and then you know it's just sunset. But you say no, no, we just you know we plan straight through that. What we've what I've started talking about is is kind of the um, if you were to watch a basketball game or a play or a movie, and you know what's if you only watch one portion, which one do you want to see? Well, for most people, it's the fourth quarter. It, right. it's, it's the end of the game. And and to connect that to people's uh, lives, to say, this is your fourth quarter. You know, if you've built a great beginning, opening of the game, built great halftime, you had a great career, you've raised a great family. Well, it's not done yet. The most interesting piece is this fourth quarter. How do you finish? How you end? Yeah, and it's you... the independent side of it. I mean, you know, when you go to a job, of course, you have requirements in that job, whether you own the business or if you're an employee of that business. There are requirements that you do every single day in order to meet the job, yeah. right? Now, all of a sudden, you've got this, this flexibility and this freedom 
and there's a there's an inner voice that that starts to come on yeah and say wait a minute i i could live to be in my 90s maybe mm-hmm. even longer possibly uh what's my life going to look like i mean am i going to go home and do all the chores and all the projects yep. that i i've been kind of lining up i got my checkoff list but after several months those are pretty much done mm-hmm. am i going to golf every single day and is that what's going to fulfill my retirement am i going to garden every day is that mm-hmm. going to do it and a lot of people are starting to really question that and say I, I don't want a traditional outcome. I want yeah. something different. And for many, that means continuing to work yeah. in some way. But I guess it's it's a testament of this generation of breaking away. Maybe it's just far, far enough, far, further enough away from the prior generation that wanted a gold right. watch and wanted a sunset, wanted a golf. You know, the, now there's you know, there's probably a, a middle generation there that just did that. Right. They didn't like it, but they did it, and then they had some regrets or didn't feel satisfied. Whereas I think the current baby boomer generation that's that's stepping into this retirement. Are really writing their own story to say, right. yeah, I want to golf once a week. I want to take a trip twice a year, but that's it. The rest of the time, I want to be home. And we see a lot of this also dependent on families. Like there's a number of folks, we had a client specifically that um, they were excited to travel, they were excited to do so many things, and then they had grandkids. And those plans kind of went out the window because right. they said, you know, this is better. This right. is what we want to do. We want to be around these little angel grandchildren and spoil them and then send them back to their parents. Like that's what we want to do. And then we'll take a trip later. Um, so I think part of it is being realistic about what people really want. You know, is their grandkids? What's the family dynamic? Um, right now, there's people who are not yet retired or early retirement who are in that squeeze generation. We've talked right. about that probably a few months ago, where they're still caring for kids, you know, college age kids who have not fully launched yet, and they're also now caring for aging parents. And that is a really hard moment. That 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 squeeze generation, which I think a lot of people are in, it is a difficult moment for sure. Um, especially even the the mental space to envision their own retirement. Mm-hmm. However, they're going to get past that at some point. You know, their their college age kids will launch. Their their parents will pass away at some point, and they're going to have to look at their own retirement and say, "What do I really want?" I, I like your comment to say, "We've you know people who've been working have done well. You know, they had good careers, they made good money, but there was something that was demanded of them right. to provide for their families." Well, now if they reach this point of financial independence. That demand is gone. And so yeah, they have the freedom. And, and I guess my question is, what's your purpose? Right. And when you yeah. wake up in the morning, there's something that drives you to get out of bed and to fill your day. And to fill your day is if it's just self-serving, um, there's kind of an emptiness to that. If you're giving to somebody else or giving to some institution or something like that where you're contributing yeah. all your experience, your wisdom, all that time that you've spent developing this knowledge mm-hmm. and nobody wants it. I don't think that's the case yeah. now. I don't think that's the case. And I yeah. think I think more and more companies are recognizing the value of pre-retirees and post-retirees still having them continue to work within the company in some yeah. way. No, that's a great comment. And I think it goes to individual too, is what does the individual want? And then is there a job that they want to do? So we read an article, uh, Wall Street Journal had, had polled all, all sorts of people to get feedback. And there's a, a great number. I would say the majority were professionals, not all of them. But majority of them were professionals that, that were saying, I, I love what I do. I don't dig a ditch all day and I, I like how I contribute to others. Why, why would I stop? Like, I don't want to you know, work 60 hours a week. But yeah. with COVID, like you said, they're able to work remotely. Some of them, they're able to work you know, a flex time schedule and to say, I, I would love to continue to be a physician into my 80s. I would love to keep practicing law until my 70s. You know, all these different roles that they would just love to keep doing. Yeah, the first interview, I mean, uh, when we kind of look at this and it's it's got, I mean, obviously, Wall Street Journal sent out to kind of a survey of, of several people at, at certain crossroads in their life, retirement. And the very first one, it says, 
um, I'll retire at my funeral. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that was his comment. Right. And for a lot of that, I identify mm. with that because um, my job requires my interfacing with clients and with prospective clients. And, and I, it is such an enjoyment for me. Mm. It's such a delight to be able to sit down with somebody and say, okay, this problem that you think you have, it's not, it's not something we can't overcome. Yeah. It's not something we can't deal with. Let us try to work this through so that you have a more enjoyable life going forward and less concern and less anxiety. Yeah. So once we get past that, all of a sudden that financial freedom becomes such a blessing to people, but it also opens up the door like, okay, what's what next? Yeah. What, what's the rest right. of my life going to be a like? A soul searching. And I think too, when we think through this um, with, with clients, I'm sure listeners as well as they think through their own life, their own retirement. Um, Maybe there's this old vision of um, what's the guy in the Christmas Carol Scrooge, yeah, know, working till his dying day and you know, right. you know, sacrificing all these things. But I don't think that's what work is for many people. You right. know, with some clients, they just want to retire as soon as they can, and that's right. that's appropriate if that's what they want to do. But I think there's a number, and I, I think I re- relate it to the idea of pacing. To say if you are working, you know, sixty to eighty hours every week, just exhausted, and I'm just going to grind this until I die. Mm-hmm. But that's somewhat tragic, you know. Um, if on the flip side, you have that financial freedom, you have confidence in where you could be and you choose to say, I, I love what I do. I want to keep working at a rate that is um, enjoyable, that is um, appropriate. And, and and that pacing, you know, each, each week or each month, whatever the cycle is that you're looking at, I think exists more today than it has ever in history that people right. can work part-time, they can work remotely. One of these stories is a woman who uh, moved to a, a beach house in the Florida area because that's what she's always wanted to do. But she didn't want to just sit at the beach. She wanted right. to be on a conference call, looking out her window at the, at the, at the beach. And um, for her, that was a beautiful retirement that she's still working in a, a partial time basis. But she's now living in a place where before she would have had to stay with her job. She couldn't move. But with mobility now and remote working, she's able to have the retirement she wants, but still be able to work. I, I think it's great. And you brought up a, 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 a number just the other day to say, you know, maybe a rule of thumb is to say, take 100 years subtract your age, and that's how many hours you should be working a week. Yeah. We it, immediately laughed at that because you're 70, so saying <laughs> you should be working 30 hours a week, and you're like, oh, that's like a bad idea. You know, and then I'm, I'm 40, and so then I have to work 60 hours a week. I, th- I think it's a fair trade, well, actually. Yeah, no, no, I, well, and some weeks it might be a, a, a cutback. Who knows? You know, um, no, I don't worry that much. And that was part of, I think, me transitioning my, you know, before this career, I was working in mergers, acquisitions, and a lot of large law firm. And there would be weeks where 60 would be an easy week, you know, and, and we're in the midst of these big deals. And you know, that was enjoyable. It was fun. It was accomplishment. It was in, being involved in, in, in big transactions, but it was not sustainable. You know, it was right. not something that I desired for a long term. And shifting something, um, you know, t- for me, it worked better to say, oh, I'm working realistic. But I think for you, as you look forward, or anyone else who's looking at retiring, you know, it, is that rule of thumb useful to say, hey, when I'm 70, I'd love to work 30 hours a week. I think there's a lot of people out there who aren't, you know, digging ditches or doing things, but have a yeah. professional career that would that would take that trade in a minute. Right. right. They would they would like that. And um I think that's part of where we're at these days, um, to be able to walk into that. Yeah. And I, I think that I mean the key issue is that you know, I, I never wanted just to sell the company. I never wanted just to say, okay, here it's done mm. and I, I walk away. That's never any that was never one of my aspirations. But I think a lot of people who have that liberty. Uh, I think would say the same. A lot of times, it's it's the it's the negativity of the work. I mean, there's mm. things that you have to do, and some things maybe you don't necessarily want to do. 
But as you get older, you start to you start to be able to see the things that, okay, this is what I want to do. And if you're working for a company that will take care of the the things that you don't want to do, and so you focus on those things, and maybe you cut back on your hours. It's the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I just talked to a, a client. It's been a client of mine for decades, and he said, "I'm I'm finally going to retire." And I I said, "Okay, really?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "I'm going to turn 90." He says, "So it's time." Now, most people listening to me would think, "Are you kidding me?" Uh, but we have a number of clients working well into their 70s and 80s. And uh, they enjoy their work. And the question is, if you wake up in the morning and it stimulates your brain, it, it, it gets you going and it carries you through the day because you've got issues that you have to resolve and your, and your opinion and your mm-hmm. comments are valuable to the people you're working with, it keeps you going. It yeah. keeps you going, right? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back. We'll keep talking about kind of the, the new view of retirement. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned. He can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. We've been talking about retirement and kind of, for some people, retirement's a four-letter word. For others, it, you know, it's something they're excited. Yeah. So we're kind of just talking about the, the view of retirement, what it used to be, and what people are seeing it as now. And, and related, I think, often with clients as more of a view of your fourth quarter. Right. You know, the most interesting part of a play or a sports game is the end. And to say, this is your fourth quarter, so let's let's make it count. And all the success you've had throughout your career, raising children, having a family, now you've got to this fourth quarter. And this is the one that's most exciting to watch of how you're going to live into. And for a lot of people, they no longer have to follow a job. They no longer have to do things to provide for themselves. They've, they've obtained this financial freedom. So then what do they want to do? What, what do they choose to do? And what's interesting, there's a statistic that I'm looking at that's a recent poll uh, by the Wall Street Journal, and it shows that the percentage changes in U.S. civilian workforce by age and it has dropped in every significant age group except for people 70 and older. And 75 and older, there's been a dramatic increase in continuing to work in the workforce. And to me, that's telling as to what's happened uh, from pre-COVID to post-COVID, I guess, yep. the other thing. And this chart looks like a check mark, right? It's going, it's, yep. you know, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Up. And the, the discussion that we've had internally, and I think that that chart kind of highlights, is there's some people in the post-COVID world who are working because they have to. They have to. Their retirement took a hit. Um, you know, or guess, they didn't, or they didn't save enough, or yeah. they they just did, they made bad choices through time. Yeah, right. And they're just in a, a, a moment, whether it's circumstances or choices, they're in a moment where they feel they can't stop working. And some of that, I think, could be fixed with um, some good planning. To actually, like, for most people that, that come into our office when they first meet us, their retirement is nebulous. It's it's a black box. They say, I, I think I have money, 
I've done okay. I'm not sure how much I'm going to need. I don't know if it's enough. You know, and they have that just uncertainty and fear. And so they just keep working and they put it off because they don't know how to answer that question. But that that's what we do. I mean, that, that's the question that we're right. most equipped to answer. So when people come in, we do the actual math, we do the planning for them. And we say, okay, this is what your retirement will look like if you do nothing different. Right. And if they say, oh, hooray, great. Okay, you're good. Uh, if they say, oh, no, then we say, okay, here's four or five different options of what we can do in the next two or three or four or five years to set you up for the life that you're excited about. And you know, that's the confidence that we want people to have. And I think everyone you know, should have that level of confidence in their finances. If they don't, to find a financial professional, to help them find a, a view of their future. And then the exciting part is when, when it works, right? You make right. the ends meet. Now you've created some freedom and you get some choices to say that. Well, I call I it the levers you can pull. You can pull this lever, that lever. You can pull two at one time, let one go, keep another one on. It's just interesting the flexibility that people have. Oftentimes they don't even realize they have, yeah. right? Yeah. And so- for this, you know, people continuing to work. Some of it could be because they feel they have to. You know, it's just a, a fear. A lot of it, especially from the clients we work with, they are finding value there. They're finding they're finding that they don't want to be, you know, grandma in the corner sitting on the couch. They want to be active. They want people to seek out their wisdom and their advice. And I think there's some beautiful multi generational um, co work uh, going on. Like I had a client just this last week um, who is he, he's it's a second career for him. He's working in the aerospace industry. And he has these young engineers coming to him and they're working together and he is able to be a mentor in ways that he never was at his previous job uh, because now he is the older seasoned guy who knows everything, right. not in a negative sense, but in a real sense, he, he knows how to do this stuff. And these young engineers who are early in their career, they're seeking his wisdom and seeking his advice and it's fulfilling to him. And he likes it. Yeah. He said, I may, I may do this you know, much longer than I initially anticipated because the, his workload is not overwhelming. Right. He's seeing value for his family because he's still bringing a, a really good income. But at, at his workplace, he is getting to mentor um, you know, kids. I guess he's calling you, but he's getting to mentor these young professionals. Uh, so the other piece I think is interesting is not all jobs allow this. Uh, so a good example is my dad was a firefighter. And okay. at age 57, he'd been a captain. He'd gone, gone through all the, the ranks, has gone as far as he wanted to. And age-wise, that was an appropriate moment for him to exit. And there's certain jobs like that, for example, like pilots, they have a, yeah, right. a retired some safety issues right. being able to continue right. you know, older and older. But for him, he was not at 57, you know, ready to sit on a porch and, and rock and whatnot. So he had to retool and say, okay, he ended up starting a company for a couple of years because that was a fun adventure. He's you know, turned on all these other endeavors that he's doing. But for him, he had to answer that question. If money is no longer the biggest driver in my life to provide for my family. My family is provided for. What do I, what do I want to do? Why, right. why am I here? What's my purpose? And he had to answer that just as anyone else does. So I, I think there's a number of folks that we run into that their answer to that question is saying, man, I've spent 30 years building this skill set. I want to keep doing that. Mm -hmm. And they find a way to continue in their job. Others um, take on new adventures. One of the, the folks in this article that we read talked about traveling. And some people love to travel. They really want to see the world. Others, it just makes them feel tired, mm -hmm. even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's a very personal choice. We mentioned golf earlier. There's there's some folks who have hobbies, you know, all sorts of hobbies that they really want to get out and do. Others that don't, I'll tell kind of a personal story. My great uncle, um, he'd been a, a pilot in World War II years and years ago, and he got into model airplanes. And I'm not sure what age he initially did, but I knew him in his 80s and 90s that we'd go to his place. He would have these model airplanes. I think it kept him young and vibrant. He's putting together these little gas engines. And right. there was a moment they lived in a, a golf community and there was all these geese that would get on the, the lake and they would poop on the greens and it was kind of a, a problem. So he, you know, being kind of a, an engineering type and a pilot type, he went and bought a high-speed water boat that was radio controlled 
And whenever the geese were there, he'd go on the lake, pop his little boat down and, you know, race, race around the <laughs> yeah. lake, scare all the birds. The birds would take off. And so he he was on bird patrol. That was his, <laughs> he was a know, bird patrol. Yeah, and, and all the residents loved it. Yeah. And he was playing with things. And I, I think there's part of that, that finding purpose and curiosity and learning in life. And, and maybe that's a part of a litmus test. You know, if, if someone in their career is no longer curious, no longer interested about learning what's coming mm-hmm. next. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's not time for them to continue. Yeah, and I think I think you know, kind of bridging from what we talked about last week about retirement communities and how there's no cut and dried. What what society thinks that you should go into, we can carry this over into say there's no cut and dried retirement. Yeah, everybody is different, and there is a wide variety of retirement choices. And what that looks like for you could be completely different than what it looks like to your neighbor or somebody else in your family. And the opportunities that you have right now are significant. And the number of challenges or goals or things that you could do, going back to that initial comment, if you have to work, I get that. I mean, if you feel as though you just don't have the money to survive and you got to you got to build a nest egg or you got to stay in there until Social Security kicks in or Medicare kicks in, you got to do that because you just don't have the money yeah. otherwise. But for most of our clients, that's not the issue. We have dealt with that up until this point. We are giving them a opportunity. We are giving them a lifestyle that we all are working for. And once they get there, now what's the next step, right? So now it's it's what do you do? Yeah. And I think the the planning of that, the earlier the better. Yeah. Of getting that vision set forth. Um, and this baby boom generation is going forward. Uniqueness is a big aspect of what people are going for. They don't all just want the cookie cutter, gold watch, you know, sell off in the sunset. Some people um, are wanting very different experiences. It's almost the, um, one of those old, old books, the write your own adventure, right? We're kind of at a write your own adventure. And I think if you start that at 70, you got a lot of soul searching to do. If you've already quit, you've already done these things. But if you can start that process at 65, at 60, mid fifties, you can start that process of kind of writing your own adventure. There is so much flexibility of where you could get to and yeah. how you can build joy. And even like you said, the silver lining of COVID. Um, is if you really wanted to work out of Florida, there's probably a job out there that will let you move to Florida <laughs> right. and work remotely. And you know, that there's a lot of this stuff can be accomplished. And it's it's the the vision. And I I enjoy that. It's a big part of I think what we do with clients in the first couple of meetings is really some visioning. And um, not that we get it done in one meeting, but we we start those questions and they're able to go and kind of think through what do they really care about? What do they want to be about for their fourth quarter? What what's a win for them? Yeah, I mean, once we get through the layer of what's required. And we get past that and then we get into beyond the need to the want, then it becomes a lot more fun because the options, but a lot of people kind of freeze. It's like, oh, I didn't realize I had these options. So we we give them questions. We we challenge them to kind of expand the horizons. And um, it's interesting how people can handle that. Yeah. And how much freedom I think once we get the the black box of what will my retirement look like, once we get that solved and they see they're they're gonna be okay. I think it really opens people's minds to to imagine what they right. are excited about. And sometimes it's grandkids, sometimes it's other things. But um, yeah, it's a great adventure. So if, if you're in a position of considering retirement, if, if you have questions of what yours could look like, uh, we are happy to sit down with folks um, and kind of walk them through and help them vision uh, what their future could look like. If you missed any part of this episode, you can find us on our website, tricrewadvisors.com, um, or you can find us on YouTube. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. 
information and ideas discussed on this program are in the nature of general comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Do not constitute legal or financial advice and do not create an attorney, client, or fiduciary relationship. Any examples or circumstances discussed are fictional. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor, tax consultant, or attorney, as well as conduct their own due diligence prior to making any decisions. Investments involve risk and the possibility of loss, including the loss of principal. All situations are different and results may vary. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent, California license number 0518567. And Jeremiah Lee is a California licensed attorney and is responsible for this communication. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB.